We're live now. Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. Check it out. What up? My name Ooh. is Mankind. My name is Weta. <laughs> What's really good, y'all? We in here. It's Friday. It's Takeover Lounge Day. And you know we got the goods. It's Mankind and Weta from the Mankind Podcast. Yep. We all you know what there. it is. We're here to talk to y'all for a couple of minutes till Chepe gets into the chat down below. And yep. then we'll bring in Z Give. We'll bring in Nina. Nina. We'll start with Joe. We got the tortilla put on talk about. Right? Oh, yeah. We I mean we have many we always have many things to talk about, especially now more than ever. Right. Um, How are you? How are you in the dark? You're, you know, you're, you see let me, me tell the people that your background was, yeah, I can see you, gorgeous. I know, my background, background was incredible. And, and then the went sun dark. went down. So maybe we should go ahead. I'll get on next time. Next week, I'll get on with you at seven. Yeah, let's do that. Next week, I'll we'll have a Then we'll do, a, then we'll do a, a quick break or whatever we have to do until they start to take over lounge. Exactly, right? yeah. It's Tucson hip hop. It's yep. us. It's what we do. We're here. We're here for you. Thank you guys, honestly, for for pulling up. We really you appreciate know, it. Uh, we're, yeah, we're trying to keep you guys informed on what's going on in Tucson yes. hip hop, even though none of us can be together and meet up right now. Right. Uh, we still got to support the people who support us, you know? It's crazy. It's crazy. Speaking of people, speaking of supporting the people that support us. Katie Weta, Ish. Ah, I know when people hey, when they say that government name and uh, excuse me, Gravy Graves. Shout out to Gravy Graves. <laughs> got me saying everybody a stage name. You know what I mean? Like so, mm-hmm. Weta, you just dropped a, a skiggity ass article on the biggity boy De La Prine, the Grindalian himself. Yes, I just dropped a masterpiece. If you ask me, oh, on everything, De La Prine. everything you touch is drip. Oh, stop. You're just... I'm stop. serious. I have to say no, that. For real. Um, no, but I did r- work really hard on that piece. Like, okay. I really um, did a lot of research, and I actually did a very in- extensive interview with him for this. Um, yeah. And, of course, he had a lot of amazing things to say. So that's our new playlist. I'm writing for a new playlist nice. now. Uh, my previous piece, my first piece was on Cash Lansky. So yes. you guys should definitely check that out. And, of course, somehow... Cash Nancy is mentioned in my De La Prime piece too, talker, <laughs> but it's relevant. Um, yeah, check that out on a new playlist. And um, we're switching artists from Tucson to Phoenix every week, so it'll kind of go back and nice. forth. Um, because that's sort oh, of oh man, um, that's the bridge right there. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That's so, bridge just the beginning. I love it. I love it. The article is absolutely fantastic. Go check it out right now. Appreciate that. Honestly, straight up. Uh, you know, something that we had DJ Jamar in the lounge last week, and he said that Tucson doesn't have anybody that's putting it down, getting the support like De La Prime, like Skiggity, like Mr. Skiggity himself. Right, and, yeah. You know, Skiggity gets a, actually, he does get, woo! Massive support. But would you agree with that, that there's no one in Tucson that gets support like De La Prime? You know, I, I mean, mean, you would know if, if anybody. I think the two scenes can't really compare. Be compared really to that generally. Cash Lansky is is De La Prime, and you know, Cash is, is like so important to Tucson, just like 
they love, love all over the planet. And they love each other too. They work together. Right. You know, they support each other. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think that's true, but I understand what he's saying. You know, I yeah, think I get it. Yeah. I get it too. And you know what I think it is? It's a, maybe the scene hasn't mm-hmm. like grown to the point to where they can support like a Glendale. Right. A cast. You know what I mean? I think if anybody is, is, uh, is getting support, you know, it's a cash landscape. Yeah. Honestly, well, it's a J-Tail. Yeah. It's a Marley B. Right. I don't know, I, especially because I don't know necessarily exactly how Glendale is really you know, like getting behind. Because I know Skitty gets it. Like, yeah, Skitty, he is a, he's a mover and a shaker. Yeah. And it's, it's absolutely incredible how he puts it down. So... You know how much is it the city? How much of it is the city? How much is it him? Because I would compare him to to West Phoenix, Jalopy Bungus. Am yeah, I right? No, I mean, it, you know what I mean? when De La Prime pulls up to a show in Tucson, I'm there. Cash Lansky's there. Marley B's there. You know, all of the Tommy Will's there. Um, I think there's like the quality of this report over the quantity, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, the ability to pull up in another city and get that type of respect is rare you can't fake that so that's absolutely correct but you know i would put it in context by saying who's hotter arcana entertainment that i didn't get to really tell how we were collaborating with them but they do the who's hotter and my guy jay bailey who's in the he's he's, he's in the stream right now Ooh, he got a, he did as much love as anybody i've seen i haven't seen like a, he, you brings, know, he brings a crowd with him you know i i caught some video of him his crowd's almost as entertaining as he is when you're on the stage it's a whole it's a whole fucking it's like a uh uh it's like a cult following you know what i mean it's like you know shirt with the the joints cut all the way to down is wild and now behind i remember that i remember that I I was there. That, yeah, you know, that's awesome you know what i mean it's like when we're talking about the especially when we're talking about west phoenix jalopy bungus we're talking yeah. about you know tucson we're talking about South Tucson, Ohala. We're yeah. talking about um, a whole family. We're talking about a family, exactly. We're mm-hmm. talking about an Arizona family. So uh, it, it's, uh, I think there's levels to this shit. There really is, you know. Every level is valid, but, you know, everyone has an important place that they should play and that they should take advantage of. So, you know. yeah. Uh, you know, we're sitting here, we're sitting around. Honestly, this is Mankind and Weta over there. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for Jay West to pop in. As soon as Jay West pops in, we're going to get out of here, and you're going to get the real live yeah, vibe. Okay, where you at? The lounge, how we get it down. But, you know, right now it's Mankind and what uh, we do it, how we do. Shout out Jay Bailey. Shout out Pike Romero. Tucson Hip Festival. We got to get that thing in, man. I can't wait to see how, you know, the big – you know, the big, the the larger stages adapt. I think we're starting to see some really innovative things from performing. Um, I was just watching the Snoop and DMX versus, yeah. and I saw essentially what could potentially be the future of performing. Yes. The future of streaming, like versus, is really from from when they started to what they're doing now. Versus has really pushed the envelope on yes. live performance and how they're delivering live uh, content. Yes, well, it's a necessity yeah. right now, you know. So, 
Um, I'm really happy that that's happening, you know, seeing all these right. live streams and even like seeing the old dudes like DMX <laughs> on live hey. streams. You know that dude doesn't know how to use technology, but he's still off the <laughs> rock info. Give it to him. You know, even the old guys are getting on there, so it's great. It's for real. And uh, just, you know, it, it's just kind of, especially when we're seeing things, and I was talking to Pike about this like a week ago with UA Presents when we were really pushing that Sean Harris Lugo at the Botanical Gardens, is that we're starting to see the emergence of these entities that are like showing live, live and kind of, you know, live video. Right. There's something you know special I mean? about live video. You know, there is something to be said for live video. I mean, and, even like my, you know, the even like the little clips I take on like my Instagram yeah. story of rappers live, just like being there and you know the act of taking it is enough to like make it special. I guess if that makes sense, even if it's shitty, you know, it's about the moment. I guess so. I'm really glad that like even the old heads are embracing that. Well, and you know, it's it's really crazy. In a pandemic, how do you perform? You perform exactly. in a social distancing scenario with like uh shout out to Manny Megs because oh yes showing us how you perform during a quarantine. Mm-hmm. That setup that I was down there earlier and it was phenomenal. I got some amazing footage I'm gonna share with you guys of Manny Megs counted by Chris, even baby shout was getting it on down there and it's just it's a beautiful thing uh, because, you know, they have an entire little section over there where, like, there's social distancing no matter what, right? So, right, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we're walking around. We're, we're just catching we're catching scenes from behind the glass. We're, we're getting aerials. Man, I just can't tell you. I love Canada by Chris so much. Oh, uh, they were down there, and they were really throwing it down. I got to really just get – I'll be releasing this, but – this is, you know, getting the process of an artist from beginning yeah. to end. Mm -hmm. Specifically, we're talking about beat makers. Producer, and, you know, yeah. Listening to a beat maker from the time that he's able to, like, decide what sample he's going to use to how he chops it to how he sequences it and adds drums and yeah. bass and accompaniment. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's a it really is. beautiful thing. Yeah. And every Friday, Takeover Labs, we're, we're full, we're in full collaboration mode. Mm -hmm. Always. And so I would fully expect for you to see us down there doing it live with them. Absolutely. Especially, I, I know I, I'm, I'm looking at Z and Daniela and I think to myself all the time, man, they are so ready for this thing to go live. <laughs> <laughs> Like we are going to have when, when when there's shows again and when there's performances and we can talk to people face to face. Oh my god, we're, we're gonna have to the foundation. It's really, it's it's really yeah. on, especially when you think about Takeover Productions' kind of history of of really wanting to throw quality shows and right. putting people in the best possible position. And in all avenues of hip hop yes. culture, you know, yes. Pepe is not a rapper or a, you know, producer, but he's a right. big part of our community. Same with the producers. I love showcasing yeah. producers. That's a huge part of hip hop is like the brand that producers have. And I think everyone should push that. It's really it's absolutely yeah. critical that people get behind the producers yeah. and you know That's what I mean? It's like, Pay your producers, respect them, right? you know, build those good <laughs> relationships. Yeah. 
It really matters. It does. Seriously, like, you know, like love the content creators. It's not always just about the mainstream. Yeah, not always about the rap. Like what you think. So, yeah. you know, hey, we're in here. Once again, it's Mankind. Little Weta. Oh, Weta. We waiting for show. Waiting for <laughs> Honestly, I want to thank y'all for popping in. We got Red in here. We got Manny Megs in here. We got my up in here putting it down send us a comment we are we are popping in with you we'll get your comments on the screen and then once the takeover lounge starts you know what i mean top to tap in with chepe i just got over there with his ceviche taco he called him tostadas but you let that joint sit for like three minutes it turns right into a taco you know <laughs> you know that's the plug but I can tell you this. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was so freaking it's, good. It is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's Next amazing. level. One of the best. That's a, There's a reason why they call him the Taco King. Exactly. The Taco King. Honestly. Yeah. And, and I'm dripped all the way down. I'm from head. I'm I'm from head to knees in <laughs> South Six. Where they always send a shout yeah. out to Will, who just popped in. That's my guy, Tommy. I'm trying to make it down there. You know what I mean? I love you, man. I Are you talking about Tommy Will? I can't even see you. Tommy Will is one of the, uh, I mean, just he's one of the leaders of the new school. You know what I mean? For lack of a better term, this guy, I went for a, I went for one whole year. I just kind of did an experiment on my own self. Went for one whole year. Whenever somebody asked me about Tucson rap, I was going to say, Tommy fucking Will. <laughs> I still say Tommy Will. I've decided that it, we have to spread the love. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's so many I mean, people you know, that are doing it that it's it's easy to say, uh, like, you know, who's in Tucson doing their thing. And Our job is pretty easy when it comes down to it. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of amazing artists to showcase. So it's difficult, but, you know, it's easy at the same time. Yo, it is a fucking blessing to live in this city with these artists and how we're doing it. Uh, my name is Mankind. That's Little Weta. We're waiting for Chepe. I got Z Give and Nina backstage. I'll send them a peace sign real quick because we were talking to them. We were talking to them earlier. They're just waiting. They're just waiting very patiently. So, I am so blessed to have be able to like go to them. You know what I mean? Because oh honestly... If we had, if me and Katie had to do this, no. that would be like one or two episodes a year. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, That's just not okay. our, I mean, You're the hostess with the mostess, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. There's something so, about those two hosts, though. That there's something together. about it. You know what I mean? Right. And what we're doing, what we're essentially doing in the, is that this, this platform right now is running on, like, Mankind Podcast Engine. And I... Get behind these guys. These guys are these guys are the truth. You know when yeah, take, uh, you know Z Give came and this this is all his idea. Honestly, yeah. it was his idea. He wanted to collaborate. We wanted to make something happen in the city that we could be proud of. And I, I think we actually started out. We started talking about it before quarantine even happened. Yeah, but quarantine just made it like happen for us. Yeah. Yo, I'll be at. A B, that's what his name is. I want to send a shout out to fucking Block Warriors right there. Block Warriors podcast. Uh, that's what I just met them. They were down there at the at the South Six Bodega with the ceviche tostadas, killing it. Damn, I need that food. No, 
And I want to say a shout out to those guys because they're shouting out to Chepe and Mankind. You already know what it is. Takeover Productions, Takeover Lounge, Nina, Mankind, what a in this. Hey. I want you guys to go check out her new playlist article talking about who the Glendalian <laughs> De, La De La Prim. De La Prim? De La Prim. De La Prim. De La Prim. I prefer De La Prim. I like both. You know, I think you like both too. I'm a fancy. I fancy things. <laughs> so, the Block Warriors podcast is a is a is it's it's a blast. Honestly, it's it's very. You know, it reminds me of the Hood Diner. It's got a lot of comedy. It's got a lot. They they cover a lot of different topics. Yeah, they're not locked yeah. down in any one any single niche, uh, and they're funny. Right. So. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check out the Chepe. Go check out DJ Jamar. It's a lot of uh, crossover kind of content that we have coming for you. I need to go get over on that shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Block Warriors. Block Warriors. So... I never got left. I don't know what to do. Like, I think I might have to go to uh, Nina and uh, Nina and Z and bring them out because we're like 20 minutes in. I think we need so to. Bring Let's bring them in. Yes. And then we'll go to, we'll go, we'll go play this Che West joint. And hopefully, hopefully he's, uh, he's here by then. But if he's not, then I'm just going to let them uh, do what we're doing. Kind of chop it up. Are you guys good with that? Give me a thumbs up. If y'all are both good with just chopping all these people in this motherfucking chat room. Look at all these people in this chat room. What's up? Wants to see them. Waiting for Taco King. Waiting for Ceviche oh. Friday. <laughs> anyway, that's motherfucking Katie. That's my that's my best friend. Go best friend. Go. That's facts. That's facts, though. Best friends right there. <laughs> Getting it. You already know what it is. This is a takeover lounge, y'all. We really appreciate y'all for tapping in. And yeah, there's nothing different about my face today. No, this is regular. I, I didn't even regular. So Here you know what? Go. Let's bring up the picture. Uh, Chepe. Yeah, let's do it. Chepe. There's Chepe. And uh, guess what? Guess what? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring out now Z Given Daniela on the Takeover Lounge. Damn, we need some sound effects in this. We need to get. We need to get. Literally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some like one of those, like the. <laughs> The square ones that you exactly little, little little laughs and little like little uh track laughs and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? What is up, y'all? I see the chat, the chat's going crazy. I like having mankind and uh Weta open up the show like that because they get the, they yeah. get they get the flow going. We see we keep going. I came in with like a little chill vibe. I maybe I need to hype up a little bit. Let me get some something in the chat. Should we get some thumb, thumbs up in the chat? You ready for Chepin? I mean, he's taking forever, you know what I'm saying? He is. Fashionably late, as I, I heard he always is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the air horn. There, Pike, yeah, we need some air horn. Air horn. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I had a whole intro for for Chepe. I, I thought it was gonna be fire. My, my it's gonna be lit. <laughs> Let me tell you. But I'll, I'll wait. I'll hold off on it so y'all can hear it. And then my intro today was gonna be like, "Yo, what up, everybody? It's DJ MV." <laughs> 
dealing to God and we are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, oh Matt, my God. Yeah, brought up some good points uh, talking about block warriors. I don't know if you check out their podcast, but. um, I pod- saw the one recently with Chepe. I did see that one. Yeah. I didn't know about them before, though. Me neither, but they're, they're really funny. They're so, oh my God. I like them. And then they got into these uh, conspiracy theories, and I was like, standing there, like, yo, what is that? You get thinking. Right? And luckily, I mean, I do it while I'm at work, while I'm door dashing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm listening, picking up orders, grabbing fries out the bag, you know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding. I'm going to do that, y'all. I'm just playing. Y'all. Uh huh. lying. <laughs> No, nah, I swear to God, they, 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 they're, uh, they're all, they're all stickered up. Don't have to worry about me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what you been up? You guys are missing fries. You know, <laughs> we got them. <laughs> I was trying to divert it. I was like, yo, yo, you know what you up to? What you doing? <laughs> I've, I've been working. I've been crafting. Yeah, you've been crafty lately. What's up with that? You just had some creative outlet you needed, you needed yeah. to do? I always liked crafting, but I never had the time. I was always working. And then Corona happened, had the time of my life of not doing shit. So (laughs) (laughs) So I started crafting. The one thing that did start it was when I was doing that, um, uh, the present for my best friend's baby shower. It was like a huge surprise I wanted to do for her. Let me tell you, I had to do... um, I we I what am I trying to say? It took me so long to like just sit down and be creative with it. Looks like we're having just a couple of technical difficulties, but do not worry. We are going to have them back on the screen just in a moment. Here we go. There we go. I'm back. There we go. Were you talking to yourself? I was talking to myself and I felt really awkward. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to respond and then you froze. <laughs> She's like, and... Uh, <laughs> um, but no, the, so I was doing that baby shower project. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not rapping. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this is like... like okay, how about an eight? No, I'm okay, thanks. <laughs> I'll let Pike do it. Pike's got this. <laughs> Pike be spitting now? DJ turned turn rapper? Poet? DJ turned rapper. You never know. Hey, right? I'm not going to count anybody out. Kanye West running for president? I'm not going to... Uh, anything's possible right now. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Don't worry. Not, don't worry. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to get into I might have to move back to Canada real quick. We'll do this with me and Canada. What? You out here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're right. <laughs> That's funny. Man, Chepper, where we at, man? Where we at? Come on, you about to cut your own interview short. (laughs) 
moving bricks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bricks on bricks on the roof. Bricks on bricks. <laughs> I like I like I like a Pike's comment if you can bring it up. The legend, three X biscuit in the house, referring to you. I okay, let me just say <laughs> Instagram was on one yesterday. Definitely. I I just I, I'm lost for words of Huh? I said you said a little too close to home. The Instagram post. Oh, <laughs> yes. Let me pull that one up. Let me find it. Watch, we're about to show y'all what happened, what Instagram did to Daniela. <laughs> okay, so the first one was what's your soulmate doing right now? And it's <sighs> promoting their terrible SoundCloud music. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> Somebody's in the comments like, ah. <laughs> Can't be me. Can't be. Uh, me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no. I'm just kidding. Everybody in this chat is legendary. It's it's crazy. They are. How many they really people are. have in this chat going on? I'm just like, wow, people are out here. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud slapping. <laughs> and then the other one was relationship status, and it said being led on by someone. <laughs> And she was like, "Yep, how does they know?" <laughs> I can't. I can't even deny that. I can't deny that one. You know, like maybe, I'm, I'm talking a lot about it on everything. My bad. But yeah, that's crazy. It happened. And then the rapper name generator. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Fifty rapper just got exposed. <laughs> Fifty rapper. <laughs> no. Oh no. Was XX. Triple X Biscuit. Triple X Biscuit. Triple X. I don't know what my rapper name would be. Would it be just Z Give, the rapper? You got to do this one. And then we'll send that to me, and I'm going to do that, and then we're going to figure out what my. <laughs> well, you got to do it. You have to know. I'm sending it to you right now. That's crazy. Now we're doing this like podcast style. We get to meet, get, people get to meet us. I mean, I feel like people were just like, who the heck are these two people? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they are dry pike. <laughs> <laughs> a quick eight. Manny make on the quick eight. Manny, I okay. For the backstory. I don't rap <laughs> at all. That's the backstory. I just don't. I got brought into this because mankind and you asked me to come on when I think it was a day daily or no. It was the one before Jay Daily. Young Jay, yeah, young Jay was on here. And literally, I was sitting in my bedroom. <laughs> and that, you know what? Are you good? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, mankind sent me a message. He's like, so every Friday, we're, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, oh, 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 for real? Okay. Exactly. But I don't rap. I don't make music. Don't make beats. You won't get that from me. You DJ, though, don't you? Didn't you have a little DJ set up? So Pike, shout out to Pike for setting that up. Um, first rap song you ever heard? Um, I had to be okay. So imagine four year old little like mini D rapping the thong song. 
that's the first that that Cisco will always have a place in my heart because of that. Always. I think I saw something on Instagram. You said you're playing that song at your wedding. That's gonna be your it's first gonna thing. be my first <laughs> my first dance song at my wedding. <laughs> that I literally knew every single where I still know every single word to that song. It's not like oh, I love it. It's the first song. So my brother, a little backstory. Um, he was a DJ out in Vancouver. Oh. So and he was self-taught. So he never went like he never was I never knew like he was gonna be a DJ. Right. But um he started DJing at like I wanna say when he was 18 maybe um but he was always he had an like the ear for music so he could just hear a song and then start playing it wow so he was like the musical prodigy of the family <laughs> and then here comes me i'm just like i don't know what i'm doing with my life <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so but, it's a big juice to fill. yeah so he was, so literally every like saturday morning he would be blasting music, DJing, and <laughs> I get out of here. <laughs> and so that's how I got in. Like, that's how I grew up with music. He did everything from drum and bass. He did um, house music. He did. Um... Why am I blanking? Uh... <laughs> he, he did everything, but he, he learned off of vinyl. Wow. And so Pike. Um, Pike um, set it up for me, and I was I want to learn, but I'm kind of nervous. Like I'm scared of breaking it. True, you don't, I don't want know how to do it. You're like I don't want to break it because then I'm not fix it. What many makes talking about? My name is D. Give. I only say what I live. If I had all the money in the world, I'd buy a kid. My kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Pike, man. Let's, let's not go straight. Let's 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 do some. Let's go back. Do <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Manny. All love, man. Manny was a great, a great interview. I loved Manny's um little interview we did, little show we did with Manny. That yeah, was, he was so good. Love. I didn't know that he was a dancer. Yeah, me neither. That's I didn't know Manny Megs was like I didn't know he just started making music in October. That was a shocker. That tripped me out. I was like, what? That was a shocker. <laughs> Um, I always get the comments lit. That's why I appreciate Pike. Just sheesh. I'm telling you now, if you tweet something on Twitter, like Pike will answer you. Right, he does. He will comment on on anything. (laughs) Definitely. How did you? What uh, new music have you listened to today? I mean, a lot of stuff dropped. I don't know if you had time or. Um, what have I been listening to? I mean, I always listen to Party Next Door and The Weeknd. Those are my my two go-tos. Also. Toronto, stand up. I'm going to have to call my best friend out here. Okay. Mario Aquino. Didn't know The Weeknd, Trey Songz, and, or not Trey Songz, Tori Lanez, and Party Next Door were all Canadian. Bro, was he living in a box this whole time? What's up? My heart (laughs) broke for her. She I said, felt, she, I she, didn't know? she didn't know. 
It's all right. I yeah. Know. Still love her. We're still best friends. <laughs> I, asked, I asked you about music because I wanted to see if you listen to that new Logic and Pike brought it up because I heard, uh, I saw no. with his, with his I, don't, I, I don't listen to Logic. I don't either, but considering that it was his last, uh, you know, his last song, he said retiring. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, see, I didn't even know that. Tap in because, you know, why not? But we just got intel that the Tortilla King is here. But before we get him on the show, we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll this clip. Mankind, can we do? Can you do us that favor real quick? Got it. Yeah. Get old school. I'm glad you found this. I'm excited. This is like so old school. Like beginning me cash back in the day. It's Lansky. Bumbo. Go to the back. Wait. That's <laughs> old school. I'm glad you guys pulled that shit up. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Hold on to get on, guys. That's for you, Chevy. Wait. Yeah. That's so old school. This is like this. Turn that smell to the fuck right here. Yeah, baby, care. Yeah, we definitely did. I think Mankind did his research real quick, and he pulled yeah. that up. But before before we get into these these questions, man, I had a great intro planned out, so I want to. <laughs> I really want to show this. Intro. I'm so sorry it took so long. I'm sorry. No, don't even worry about it. Let's get this intro, and then I'm. You tell me how you feel about the intro. All right. I, I do. It's awesome. All right, here we go. Let's <laughs> do it. Yo, coming in today on the Takeover Lounge, we have the cross country star. Retired military personnel, social media marketer, a member from Johnny Knoxville's Jackass, football <laughs> player, bull rider, chef, entrepreneur, designer, Mr. Chepe West. What is up, man? Welcome to the Takeover <laughs> Only three of those things were false. Everything else is hey, pretty all real. Yeah? All real. It's all real. I'm a bull wow. rider. I'm a bull rider, G. 
<laughs> He's I'm a bull rider, and I was on Johnny Knoxville's jackass. Man. Hey, bro, a lot of people tell me I am the Mexican Johnny Knoxville. Hey, I, 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 <laughs> hey, I got car, I got little logos and cartoons to show and prove it. Like, I wore, I wore the Dickies, cutoffs, <laughs> above the knees before everyone else did. I wear like Dickies or like I'm Converse. Is the now this is the style now, but like. That's what I was on before. Like, that's what I did. So, so the Mexican Johnny Knoxville is in the house. What is up? Yeah. No, much. Just chilling. I'm glad to be on. I'm sorry it took so long to be here. I told a man kind of calling him over and over again. Like, yeah, I'll be there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. So, Danielle, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. I like your Dundon and Flynn Muffin shirt, bro. That shit's so fucking awesome. Oh, My lady just finished watching that, like, the office. And, like, I'm just watching her listening and laughing. What happened? You still there? Yeah, no, we're still there. Yeah. Because okay, cool. my phone's connected. That's why. Oh, okay. um, and she just watched the time. I look over like, what's so funny? And, and, I'm, and she'll look, she'll be laughing hysterically at episodes. And it's like Kevin's little bean can. It brings everyone together. And he like drops a whole pot of beans. Oh, or, right, like, right. It's, it's like the old gym and like, what's his name? Black. Oh, the Black Bears Beats. Battlestar Galactica, um, the whole gym uh, and white beef, yeah, white beef. Like just seeing her catch up and listen to everything, because like I watched all this shit like back in the day. So to me, it's like hell yeah, like it's kind of like someone catching up on friends. Like I've seen friends yeah. many times. Like yeah, you know I'm <laughs> my girl put me on friends for sure. I, I had to watch it from start to finish, so you may know. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is, bro. Like it's crazy. Of course. I, yeah. I watched this shit the last week's episode. I watched what you're doing. Um, it's cool. Like I've been telling mankind for a minute, like, yo, what you guys are doing so legit. Like, wow. ain't nobody doing this shit. Like, I really appreciate like people doing some dope shit in town. Like, I'm only like really big on people doing legit shit in town. Like the promotion, the marketing, the whole presentation of things. Like, I'm really big on that stuff. And for right. me, it's like I only put my name on stuff that's like that. And since day one, like that's all I've ever done, and try to do great quality, great work, great product. Everything I've ever done, and try to produce and push it out is at the best ability I can make it. Even when I put it out, at the artist mindset, that shit can still be better, you know. And what you guys do right now, I, I love what you guys are doing. Um, like Adrian right here, just get all the hard eyes and stuff. Love this. Uh, he's he's he does uh the Block Warriors podcast yep. that I help out with, you know, now and like. I think everything everyone's doing in town right now, like everyone's doing some big shit that like everyone just needs to pay attention to. Like everyone really loves mm-hmm. what LA's doing, what Vegas is doing, what Phoenix is doing, what all the other big cities doing, but like no one really pays attention to our city. And that's one big thing that like I'm always gonna be big on is like our city hates and our city is a big hater on anything. Mm-hmm. And 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 to me it's like they're more of a follower, they're trendy, they follow um, how do you say it? Like the things that are fab, you know, like things that are going on. Like no one's gonna want to do flavor tortillas right now. <laughs> Five years from now, they're gonna be like everyone's right, even right now, like everyone's doing flavor tortillas, and it's like fuck y'all, like I was doing this shit before I did, and you know what? And now it's like my hat's off to me in a sense. Like you know what? Before yeah. this, no one's doing black tortillas, red, green, all those yeah. shit. And now, like, everyone's really boasting on this shit, doing flavored buns. And 
it's cool to push the wave on new shit and and changing things but like i was just trying to do to make a buck and realizing that you know i I have to speak to eighth graders and seventh graders and let them know like what i'm doing is not just making a buck no more it's just set an example that like you know you're from the hood you can make money by just you know just striving for what you want to do you know putting your dreams out there your goals your aspects if you don't believe in that shit like why even put shit out there that like not gonna benefit you in the first place? And and, right. and it's a waste of fucking time for me. Like that's why I said it's like I believe in what y'all doing. I believe what mankind does. I believe in what Block Warriors are doing. All these other people, like people that keep it one hundred. Like I've always just really gravitated to them. And to me, people always said like, why? I just I don't know. It's just something to me like I've had before in the past that people told me, you know, that you're bigger than what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. something bigger than what it is and to be more involved for other people to be part of that like right. for me to be a tool to what I do what I'm doing to bring others and unite them what they're doing you know and make it a bigger than what it is so it, to me like I said what y'all do legitimate um, here is like like big ups to you like what you guys do because like like I said I've been trying to do something for a minute too, and and nothing ever pops off. And, and like I said, it's it's all who you have behind you and who's pushing you because there's a lot of things. And you know what? It, it's all timing. It, like I said, mm-hmm. like I could be doing video shows, like we do my Chip and Palooza shows, all this shit. That's why. But talking Palooza became big because like I wanted to be about me and what I was doing and putting out people because like I said, Mexican food always changes. And mm-hmm. I changed something that's Mexican food and. Why not start from the beginning? The foundation of any Mexican food is the tortilla, the wrap, the you know whatever's put on is Mexican. It's you know that that's where I started from. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I appreciate the, the cool words, man. The good words, the kind of words, man. We, we really love what we do, and we love that you appreciate it as well. Because yo, we're not doing this for nothing. I mean, we're doing this for everybody. And by the way, y'all, we are now live on Twitter. By the way, we're on Periscope. We're on Facebook. Yo, we, we popping, yo. Check. It's dope. Like, it's cool you're doing shit. Like, I'm told mankind, like, man, we need to get together. I'm trying to do, like, David Letterman show meets, slash, like, David Jeopardy or, like, uh, Jeopardy meets, yeah. like, you remember the show um, Street Smarts back in the day? Man, I'm around like as an example, they would go like if I was the host, I would be the host going out interviewing people, and then right. I would come back and even interview two contestants. These two contestants will see these five people that I interviewed, or four, three, whatever. I ask the same questions, and then they guess whether or not they're gonna get it right or wrong. Uh-huh. Um, oh, then Shay Leno, that's another show Adrian was talking about. Adrian about this and Shay Leno, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of like David Letterman, uh, David Leno, but Shay Leno, right? But, um, what we want to do was like make it very interactive with people so it's not just me talking to people and about them it lets people kind of like this where it's a way for people to interact ask questions make things and it's kind of like i said david letterman show meets these like these shows that are very old school and street smarts was literally you guess who are the four contestants that you had would guess your question right or wrong Mm. and if you guess if they got right or wrong you get points, you know. I think, you know, uh, this guy, Chet West, he's a funny character. He's funny. His answers are funny. I don't think he's going to get it right, but you know what? I'm going to go with him just because I want to hear his answers, you know. And that's what it was, you know. And they'll hold a clipboard, and they'll say, like, filet mignon. And the way you see the way it's spelled, it says filet mignot. <laughs> you know, if you read, read it out. And, and just a case of point, you go read, talk to Ricky Henderson at the swap meet, you know, who lives on a trailer park or whatever. 
That says phenomenal. I love eating me phenomenal. Give me an example of what this says. Put in a sentence, and I'm not going to tell him what it says phenomenal. But the guy that's one of the contestants, John or Jane, though, that's picking, you know, Chair West, so and so, to pick this answer. They're going to just. That was the whole aspect of the show. Was like, how can we get the bigger buck? uh, The the bang for the buck because it's right. not the people playing it was the people being part of the show that was making the show big pop mm-hmm. in it so like it's not about what we're gonna do it's just making it about these people trying to go on and do shit and and then to me it's like i've always felt like the more people you involve the more people you're gonna get like pick like helping you promote and do what you do and that mm-hmm. for me that's the big thing that i always had it's like let's get major people involved in things that they have a following that say like Case in point, like here, like yo, let's get your recipe on the show. You're following my people, are gonna push it. I'm sharing it. My friends, family, my girl, everyone's gonna push it. And right. that's what we're trying to do. Is like you're trying to get someone that's gonna like do these big things. They're gonna do all this stuff, and you know, I, and it just took me literally like the last year or so to really like understand and appreciate and know what what I can bring to the table. You know, understand what my worth is. And right. I lived in the underneath the shadow of some people that like you know did stuff for me or I helped them get to where they're at to where. I didn't really get to understand what my worth was until I really started doing my own things, you know. And now, like, case of point, South Bottega, baby. I see your sweater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, to me, it's like we, the South Bottega, too, was just an accident. It wasn't something that we did to go, let's go be the best clothing store in Tucson. No, we wanted to give an outlet to what people were doing, you know. Shout out to my boy Strathskins, you know, on a moon mission, capture yeah. my boys, you know, uh, Hammond Steve's, Sausage Bodega. Like, we did this as, you know, we we're going to push our own entities, you know, for this thing, you know, our own businesses, my tortillas, my own brand, the pair hands. Hammond Steve's was pushing, you know, buy sound trade on a moon mission, was selling his own clothing brand that was like a moon base, you know, whatever your mind, your thing, your ambitions are, you know, the moon's. You know the goal to reach that, you know, and then we had my homie Capture was our photographer who we just brought on to take pictures of items. We didn't think two years later we're gonna be in a Tucson mall and be big movers and shakers of what we're doing now, you know, being agenda and you know, talk to big wow. games again, cease and desist what we do and understanding, you know, damn. The fuck the lawyer t-shirt really means something to some people, <laughs> you know. To some people like, you know, fuck you what you did, you know, because what we did is by accident this is we're not trying to come out and be someone we're not trying to be someone else we're we are trying to be us you know and what we did was by accident and you can't sue us for what we're doing and like i said that's why we picked the halves everything just it's connected what we do you know Yo, I love, I love how to chip in here. Look, we didn't ask like one question yet he already he asked answered one of the one questions already. <laughs> yo let's go let's go let's go put them out Bing, 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 bing. I'll call the bitch real quick. Yeah, I already got that one check. I got that one check. Okay, cool. What else y'all need me to talk about? Can I dip? Y'all bring it up, but I'll talk about some other shit too. Of course. No, that's what's up, man. Yo, we watched, we both listened to the Block Warriors podcast, and we got to learn a lot more about you in depth. A lot of people say that, like, people don't understand, like, they they see me for what I put out on Instagram. Right. You're crazy. Wow. That's who I am. That's I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit. I'm 100. Yeah. Like, the hell yeah, 100. Gang shit. Right <laughs> Let's say like, bro. To me, if you're gonna come with me, some shady shit. You like side eye, like eye cocking me shit. You talk to me. You're like, Look, I want to see some reaction. I'm gonna talk to this person because I want to see what they're doing over there. You know, fuck all that shit. Be you. And that's right. what I've always been. It's like, 
I can't be fake. You know, exactly. if you're fake, like you can't, I can't hang out with you. Like I've had people that try to pull some funny shit and like it's just funny, bro. Fuck it. He was like, nah, bro, that's not how it works. So that's bro, just, he loves talking. Fuck you, bro. You love talking. Like, are you sipping on that dude that that uh do little concoction you got going on tonight? What's up? What what, what we sipping on, Chen? You saw that? Yeah, I saw that. Like Cash always says, yo. Okay, we here, we out here. No, so, but, you know, we I was, I was we were drinking at the shop earlier. Some, <laughs> some homies brought in Henny, you know, like it was fun. Yeah, Every Friday night, pop up. Hey, I got homies like Manny Megs. I'm trying to get people make beats. If y'all push, if y'all make beats, hit me up. Oh, we'll set it up. We'll make it happen. Every Friday, we'll be making some food. We're gonna have people come make beats, do that's whatever. Like, that's so dope. Shit, you know, so we really that's appreciate what so, y'all like, doing with the shot with the bodega. I mean, this bro, is special to me. Like. That's one thing is I'm always trying to unite the city with what we do and and like what we did with Reptuck back in the day with my brother and I always say all the time it's like my brother always put clothes on people's back because I was pushing my brother helping him push Reptuck and and me doing food I got photos from way back in the day where like you know I was cooking out on the front of Broadway or you know you see Pueblo Vida and it was a normal to fucking see a downtown business especially back in 2010 when we were literally expected to fail especially like two minority brothers coming down here and expected to fail and like in the middle of construction of the 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 the, the cart bro like wow. for us it was like let all this shit fucking rain on us like we want to make this prevail like mm-hmm. that was our shit it was like we were the underdog the right. underestimated TUC. that's what it meant for it's like people you know what that's why I I care. I love the Havelina logo for what we do in uh, Southside Bodega because at TUC, people told us no street where will ever be big in Tucson. Wow, like that shit will happen when pigs fly. Mm. And it was so funny when we opened the, the Southside Bodega, we weren't looking to make the Havelina as a mascot or pigs fly when mascot, you know. And there's a couple other cats after we opened up were telling us, you know. You ain't gonna fucking last long because shit, it's only gonna happen with pigs flying, you know. And and as much as I want to say, like I was in the army for eight years, and right. I, I, and I called a couple like couple fires and and a ten. They fly here in Tucson all day, and they're a flying warhog. It's an a ten Thunderbolt warhog, and that's a flying pig. And for and you know people really believe and think of shit that's like very how do you say. Signs and shit okay. that's supposed to be there, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I would tell my brother all the time, like, "Yo, this is cool." Like, you know, it's kind of when pigs fly type of shit. Let's let's twist that shit, and make it better. We never did nothing, you know. For us now that we had the javelina, a group of javelina. I'm gonna tell you this right now: a group of javelinas, like four or five, is called a squad. Squad. <laughs> right? A group of families called a squadron. Right. So, huh. At the end of the day, like. We'd be saying squad all the time, both throwing up the tusk. And, and, and at the end of the day, like, Havelinas have tusks. We say squad all the time. And it's like, for us, it's a, a um, how do you say it, a, um, um, uh, what's it called, the homage to pay, you know, tribute to. Because we see Havelinas out there, you don't fuck with them. Right. You leave them alone. Just how we do every Friday night, we come to the mall. We're totally different from everyone at the mall. Mm-hmm. And, and we Absolutely. make these, I, I mean, told, People or security guards, when I was coming back on a couple Friday nights ago, I could hear the beats being made when I was leaving the food court. 
and coming to our shop. And I could hear this shit. That shit was loud as fuck. And people were like, What's happening? White America was like, What's going on? And I'm walking back like, That is my shop. I got South Smooth Digger blasted all over me. Right. There's a security guard right there by the karaoke machines talking and just calling radio and this and that. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, security, you want me to turn that down? I'm sorry, that's my clothing store. If it's a little loud, we can turn it down. Uh-huh. I just spoke to Michael. I didn't even put his name on blast, but you know, Mike uh-huh. is a big dude from the Tusa Mall. He was like, you know, that's why we got these motherfuckers over here. They're big on their own shit. Right. Don't fuck with them. They do their own shit. They bring their own attention. That's what we do. That's what we did at the South Six Bodega. That's why we got the name. South Six Bodega was just like what we did down on, on South Six. And it was, like I said, it was an accident. We didn't think yeah. we were going to buy. And they'd be on people on Friday pulling up with a case of beer, ice with another 30 pack and blunts and all the other shit. And we didn't think it was going to be like a thing that was going to pop off. And we were just trying to sell tortillas. Like I was trying to make money for my, right. you know, make cash flow, pay for gas, all this other shit. And then, <laughs> Homeless trying to sell shirts. We didn't know if we just focused more on Bodega, Bodega was going to blow the fuck up like it did. And, you know, we did that like halfway to like a year into it. We transitioned to really focusing on the brand and pushing the brand. And 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 it succeeded and it paid, you know, dividends because now where we're at, it's really, you know, it's fully, well, it's, well, look where we're at, you know, that's all I got to say. Is, you know, so, look at Danielle's sweater. Look at Danielle's sweater. Show right. You right there. How was that, how was that uh, move like? I mean, you, I was—I used to be out there. South I was State. very skeptical at first because you know I was at TUC when we moved to the park mall. A lot of shit happened. We fucking closed that shit down, and we were right. back for that. You know, so for me, I was like, well, you know what? Look at this shirt. Show me, show me your shirt real quick. And she has a something and then he has a, your. <laughs> so I love that show. <laughs> no, but like to me, like when we moved there, I was very thinking like, you know what? We're paying X amount of dollars here for rent. We're doing we're very very successful. Let's not live out of our memes to try to like so, live yeah, this you know. stigma of like you know we could do it now you know from the hood to the hills that was our big push and right. you know what? a lot of people were like oh I never seen those motherfuckers one time being the hood it don't fucking matter you don't I don't need to tell you where we came from I don't need to tell you where my business partners came from to tell you what we were yes we two years we're fairly new to this shit we're two years fairly new to this you know what I'm saying like for us it's like. I don't give a fuck. Right. We were at two years. It took TUC six years to get to Tucson Mall. We worked hard to get there. Definitely. In two years, we did everything right to what we do, like, do what we had to do to get to the bodega to where we're at. And we weren't trying to do that. We were happy where we were at. Because you know what? We could do what the fuck we want in the back where we were at the bodega. Here, it's different. There's different rules. Right. Aspects, you know, security everywhere. Where we were at, it's like, let's pop these drinks. Let's have fun. <laughs> <laughs> ah, everything, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like barbecue. Now it's different. We got to transition, understand, you know, who our clientele is. And you know what? We may have to give up some of the things that we love just to make that extra buck. Right. Because even though our, our, our low-end days, I thought to some is way better than what we did at the Southside Park. Right. So for people to me, like, and for us, we're, we're making, we're doing good. I'm not right. saying money, but like, we're not, we're not cashing out. You don't see me Rolex. You don't see diamond ring chains and all this shit because we do this shit smart. And for us, it's like there's hood rich. There's motherfuckers that get paid and be like, "Oh, I made, I made forty racks this month." Rams, AC, <laughs> uh, all this other shit. Right. It's the right way. Hey, this is, this is like economics one hundred and one. I failed that bitch <laughs> in high school twice. 
<laughs> and I'm like, hey man. And she was coming in economics was like this? Oh man. Half that shit flying colors, you know what I'm saying? Like right. so what how was that like? I mean, just managing money and just like learning how to move strategically. How was that what what made that flip in your mind where you're like, well, sh- Okay, I need to make sure I'm I'm paying this. I gotta make sure. Okay, I'm giving back to community. I'm glad, you know, Moonmass, my boy, right there, Matt Bravo, bro. Like he does all our finances. Him and Carlos, him and Steve. Right. Like, um, we don't all have to take all this shit before. Like, you know, like we don't have to take all the brunt force for everything. I promote market. You know, I'm the, the director of marketing and pushing the shop and making these connections and get everything. You know, I, I'm the guy that's trying to get people with like Nike. I, I'm trying to get us with like. Mm. I'm trying to get Crockpot, I got a ring, Crocs collaboration. I'm saying like, I've been working. Nah, you're on Crockpot too. Crock-pot. You're taking everything. Crock-pot. I'm saying Crockpot, you know, to do something new, little Pozole, everything. Bro, to me, I look at it this way. I plant 10 seeds. I'm I'm going to get seven little seedlings, bro, you know, like little micro plants out of that. That's 70%. Right. But a lot of people put all their money into one seed. Mm-hmm. You shit, and that don't grow. So, and again, like the I don't I was working in the food spot at the dive, you know that shit didn't work out. I'm sorry, you know, hey, people out here doing some illegal shit. I'm trying to like do legal legal shit, and people just like mm-hmm. not, I'm not feeling that, you know. To me, like I've always been by the books. I've been doing this shit the right way ever right. since day one. Like even in the military, people say, you know, you and your other sibling. You're both the same person, last name. No, we're not because y'all, why are you questioning me if I'm not him and I'm not, and he's not me? Like, right. we're two different people. Like, it, it's kind of like I'm looking at you, you're a male and she's a female. Like, you're two different people. And, and it's kind of mm-hmm. saying, like, just because you have the same last name, last name, you expect to be the same mentality, like, work ethic. Now, some mm-hmm. people are lazy and some people work hard for what they need to work hard for. You know, like, some people, you, you got a lot of friends that be talking that talk right. never to anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of motherfuckers that will say shit that even to, to this day, like I I'm I'm not the type of person to be that like very cocky or arrogant about my shit, but I have friends speak on my name for me. I don't have to do that no more. Like yeah. I have people say, like, yo, Chebe spoke on a lot of shit that say he's gonna do. Just like last week, I went to hang out with a friend that I hung out with before my first talk of blues, and I told him I was gonna do this shit, and I forgot. Uh-huh. And I be told them all my ideas I was gonna do before that shit. And 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 to me, like I'm so driven and motivated that, like, I forget what I'm doing, what I talk about, because I talk motherfuckers, and they'll be like, this motherfucker, a lot of motherfuckers like that. Right. Yeah, I'm real as fuck. Yeah. I'm 100, like, I told Danielle a long time ago, and like, you want to come buy this, buy this shit? Like, to me, it's, you support me, support what I'm doing. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about, you buying that sweater, it's not supporting me. It's supporting my whole family, my team, my mm-hmm. friends. Her pushing that sweater is more than her wearing that. It, to me, it's like showing, like, more respect to what your grind is, your work ethic. And it's kind of like someone willing to buy what you're putting out there is like really buying your word. You right. know, like, mm-hmm. I can buy someone's word and saying, Yo, I believe what you're going to do until you put me wrong because that's how that person I am. I'm going to give the benefit of that since day one. There's other people that will look at the wrong in you since day one. I won't be that person until you fuck me over. I can't fuck with you no more, bro. Like, right. hey. People tell me a hundred times, yo, this motherfucker right here, he he'll fuck you a hundred times out of a hundred times. But mm-hmm. then, then y'all will be like, hey, you got to believe in Z, man. Hey, he, he, he got you. He got your back. Right. And that's all I got to worry about is one person believing you gives me enough words to be like, okay, if this motherfucker believe in you, that's because y'all are trying to succeed. 
If she bullies you because y'all trying to fuck me both over, y'all both fucking me over, I'm going to both slam you both on your motherfucking head. I don't give a fucking man a girl. I'm going to fuck you up. Right. I got clips. Look it up. <laughs> YouTube. Shit. Speaking of clips, we're going to take a little short break. We're going to cut to this another video that we have of you. I don't know if this is the Instagram one, but it's going to be a good treat for you to watch. Oh. <laughs> These are crazy. Can you still hear me? Yeah, oh, we can yeah, hear you. Okay, so we're on a break. They can't hear me, though? No, they can, they can hear you, too. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you said we're on break, shit. We're on break. Rachel break, you know what I'm saying? We was on break. <laughs> no, we weren't. Well, you said we was on break. You said we on break. Oh, that means that means we, we don't we don't. I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? You hear you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I see shit. That hey, Shayna Rose and Sunny SD Vision put that shit together for me. I appreciate them. I don't know about to the footy though. <laughs> I'll be real. Hey, and Tato Sauce gave me a season assist for a fucking year, and I couldn't make their shit for a year. But you know what? I'm still doing it. Ha ha ha. That year happened. <laughs> I'm all about that shit. I'm going I'm, to I'm do something. And, and that's Shayna's idea. I slapped them, th- hey, slap them labels on them tortillas, G. <laughs> Gangster. These are some of the sickest shots ever. Hello, Rollies. Pick up my tortillas. I hope I want him to get more, man. Like, man, that's a, a money maker for him. That's so dope. That's so dope. You, you a real G. You out here, man. You out here making all this. You out here getting check back. That's crazier. That's crazy. No, no, don't check my snap. Don't check my snap. <laughs> White America, don't do that. Are you, are you out here? Are you out here? Are you out here trapping? <laughs> Just saying. Sheesh. <laughs> 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 Man, Daniela, hit him with a question, Daniela. Let's see. Um, she, hey, she told me to earlier. I'm gonna try to get you with these questions. She about yeah, to get you. I did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dad, what um, you drinking over there? Is that vodka? Man, she, yeah, yeah, this is vodka. Hey, I, if you a big, <laughs> if you a big, I see them jerseys back there. If you a big Suns fan. Yes, sir. Okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. What you got there? What you got up to you? You see that purple jersey? What kind of yes, like that, Philly, that black Philly jersey? Yep. <laughs> 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 that hot fire dropping soon. Sassy Bodega. I'm telling oh, you. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's about you now. Go ask a question. <laughs> Okay, what is it like having a brand with your friends? Like, do you have good moments? Do you have bad moments? Are there fights? Are you guys working together? Hey, I'll tell you, it's the best of it and it's the worst of it. Because you know what? It's hard to talk to your friends like you would talk to a uh, co-worker, you know? Because your co-worker, mm-hmm. you're more like, Miss Rachel, I need to tell you something. <laughs> or like, straight up where our boys is like, yo, bro, you fucking up. Mm-hmm. Hey, they might take it the hard way, and they're gonna get mad. Hey, right. you know what? With the Saucy Bodega guys, bro, we've been through some shit, and then to us, it's like they ain't nothing can break our bond, bro. Like, there's motherfuckers that left the group, and I'm glad that shit happened. And you know what? And same motherfuckers that ain't here and work, same putting the same hard work that we doing now. 
can't take credit for that shit. Never can. You might design some shit. You might help us push some shit. But hey, you ain't here with us. You ain't in the trenches. Because you know what? At the end of the day, the guys that are with me are the ones really doing it for us. I'm not going to say for me because it's always pushing this work. Because, you know, at the end of the day, when you got I'm on a marketing level, you know, you got five people. You're that main entity, right? Mm-hmm. You got five people to push that shit, right? And you got five arms off those five arms. That already is 25 people. Right. So 25 people become to 125 in the next arm. That's not including the first finger of those 25 people. So by the mm-hmm. time you're done with that, that's 1,500 people. And numbers change when you really figure about that way. Because right now, it's five of us. There was six. One left. We cool. That's still continuing. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we all work hard for one another. We push hard for one another. And I'll say this is like, I'll do this shit all over again. Just to do it with my boys again because it's so much fun. And you know what? People look at us like, all you guys are doing is drinking. All you guys are doing is smoking. You know what? We work hard. We play even harder because you know what? At the end of the day, it, it, it's one of those things like people don't understand what it, it takes so hard to like make something happen. Mm-hmm. And then bring what you asked right now, it just makes so much sense to me because like I have a homie that told me, you're the Bill Belichick of this shit. I'm like, what you mean, bro? What you mean? What am I? What about Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick with he mad Super Bowl teams. You you build two brands. They been to two malls, and you do some cool shit. One's gone. You're not part of it no more. You part of this other one. It's booming. So like, hey, you're the main thing making it happen. I need to make. Sure, I, don't, I don't need to say anything else. I'm just telling you, you're the Bill Belichick of this shit. And what you're doing. Do it right and continue doing it because what you're doing is just surpassing anyone else's expectations. And I'm like, cool. Hell yeah. And, and I thought it was funny at first, but when I sit back and really think about these people's comments, kind of like I do my food, kind of like a rapper making beats. <laughs> he thinks of all the synth notes, the drums, bah, 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 dah, 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 bah, right. and the girl sing, eh. <laughs> don't think anything else different, <laughs> but when you put it all together, it's it's magical, bro. It's not, and then yeah, I magical. think of my food as I'm making shit and thinking about flavors. I don't. I had. I didn't have one ceviche plate today because I want to make sure every plate went out. To me, I was trying sampling shit here and there, but I did not all one time have one single plate because to me, it's like I'm cheating myself. Right. Then comes at the end of the day. You come at the end of the day, and there's no food. That one plate I ate could have been that one plate I gave y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. To me, in my mind, I'll continue eating every little thing differently, trying different things, and and kind of the same thing is our shop. We all do separate things to make what we do. Successful, we gotta do the dust photography. I do the marketing push network. Other guy does, you know, very like intellectual shit that we gotta do, like shirts, buying shit, what's mm-hmm. sounding, what's not sound. Okay, we need to drop this design, go to a new design, let's improve this design. We got dudes that doing shit. We got me and my other homie Thraxkins doing graphics and trying to figure shit out. And like again, back to that thing over there. Okay. It's some shit we got designed to put on these jerseys we got put out. And it's it, to us, it's like we got boxes in the back for girls like Danielle to have, you know, a top and a bottom still to wear for gyms. But it's the shit that, like, slowly has to come because we need to find the businesses, find the people that are willing to work with us in town to give us a better deal because we have to go through someone else or because we want to do everything in-house. I'm not saying that we're greedy, but I like the way I make tacos. <laughs> We have talk a taco bell, have taco bells, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And to us, it's like, if I fuck this shit up, my business partner, just like Danielle said, it's it's easier to come down on a business partner, even though, like at the end of the day, it, it, it may hurt if I fuck some shit up. 
I print mm-hmm. all our shirts. Every shirt that everyone has out there, I printed. Right. Mm-hmm. To me, I hang my hat on that shit. To me, I'm like, hell yeah, bro. I, I tell motherfuckers today, I see, I see Danielle out there like that with sweater. Like, Show! I love that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> she don't really print that shit. Uh-huh. She just seen some dude trying to holler. Right. Uh, to me, I'm like, you come into my shop. You see who I am. You am an employee at, at that point. And you'll be like, oh, I, you, you have that me at the mall. You like my sweater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's cool. Right? Cool. Uh, to me, I'm like, I'm I'm all about making sales, bro. Like, of course. Like my, my homie third set. Like, he's known me forever, bro. And that's to me is I speak on shit and I make it happen. And my business partners believe in that, what we do and how Danielle was asking right now. Like, how do we we just keep each other accountable with everything we do, bro. Like, if if everyone has a plan, everyone has a set goal, and like our goal was let's make 100k in a year. Wow. I first sure we made 60k. We're like, what? Wow. No way. That's no. I don't know. IRS gets involved of this shit. I'm kidding. No, but uh, in a second year, we're like. Let's hit 100K. We didn't even think that was our goal. Like, let's see if we can hit 100K. Before we went to the mall, we were already like 80-something thousand. I'm like, wow. I don't want to go to the mall because everything we work for is different. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, but we have to think about the good shit. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's saying, the foot traffic, the variables, it's different. And <laughs> we push that shit. Like, we just hold each other accountable. We all work hard for what we got to do and push for our goals. We communicate. There's no communication. That's one thing in the military. No communication. That's the main thing. Communication is key. You know, the communication is key, number two. <laughs> <laughs> it's number three. You know what I'm saying? It's all communication, you know? <laughs> if you can go do something yourself, you get killed. I don't know where you went, bro. You died on your own. That's on you. You put a word on, you know what the fuck is happening. You, you ain't tell me, man. You ain't communicate. So if y'all got your notes and, and your pens and notes out, uh, communication is key for number one. Mm-hmm. Communication is key for number two. Okay. Communication for three. You know what I'm saying? I got you. <laughs> hey, and now it's like people see what we do. Okay, now let's how how do we push what we do to other people? You need right. shirts. People need shirts. You see what we're doing. You see the quality of work that we do. We're going to mm-hmm. do the exact same shit to your shit. And now you're getting quality clothing mm-hmm. at the same price that we would do, and it helps out. You know, like we love comms. That's what Val did. Said communication is key. Right. Steve says that I got I got people that we be playing, and we got in the party like right now, but no one can see anything because we're playing. And then <laughs> communication, and we got this guy Steve come in and be like, "Oh, I love the comms. I love the comms. <laughs> communication, everything. I love it. I love the communication." I love it. And then we're going to play with him. And then he's like, it's all mad at us because we just start bullshitting. He's the right. most fierce one of all of us. And then it just fucks all this shit up. Really <laughs> That's what's up. What is, um, how did you get into marketing? Bro, you know what? That's so crazy. Like, you know what? To me, it was just something that just I fell into. Okay. I, you know, I, I saw something that no one was doing at the time that Instagram was a a big booming thing in 2010, 11. No one was pushing it. And a lot of people at the time were like, yo, this is going to be big. Right. This is going to be a way to push your business. And people, I, I, and I'll tell people, I'll, I'll push your business 500 bucks a month. Wow. 
I'll come and post pit. I'll take pictures of your shit. Give me your account information. I'll reply to people. I'll come in contact with you. Third party shit. And and, and business is booming. The hub called. Playground called. Wow. Hum ice cream. Hermanos. Maynard's Market. And everything I was doing like, at the shop, they just found online. People, someone called. I worked at this job. Hey, I like you do. I like how you do your Instagram. Who does it for you? Oh, I do. Who takes photo? I do. Who markets <laughs> for you? I do. Wow. Oh, how much you try to do that for us? Nine hundred bucks. Okay, cool. Nine hundred bucks credit through the hub through a month. That's what I did, bro. Like those days when I work, if I don't go to like my cooking job, I didn't eat. I knew I didn't was gonna mm-hmm. eat. So right. if I found a way to get like this trade shit to have some business up, get up and leg up on the business on whatever there was, they saw what we were doing at TUC. They saw mm-hmm. how we marketed, how we trended, how we push shit. We didn't need to spend two thousand dollars a month to have some guy come and build like make flyers for us and yeah. pass them door to door to get business. Exactly. It, it's that free shit. We call it guerrilla marketing. And people were like, yo, I want some guerrilla marketing. You can do this shit. I'm going to teach you. And a lot of businesses that hired me, hired me to teach them. Wow. And then they would get rid of me after months. I'm like, bro, if you're going to hire me to teach you, let me be your, your restaurant consultant. Mm. And that's how I got into that. And then I'm like, yo, I'm going to come and work for you. I'm going to show how your business works. Boom, 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 boom. And then what, why isn't my business not working? Sometimes I got to tell the motherfucker who's running the business, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. You letting Joe Small over here fuck off and right. he don't cook shit right. And then shit gets kicked back. It looks so bad on you. Yeah. And then now Joe Schmo is a problem. And he's like, that's my friend. <laughs> Sometimes you got to let your friends go, bro, because your friends are going to do shit for you like you want them to be. Right. That's what's up. I thought that's interesting because I didn't know. So you got nine hundred dollars credit with the the hub, right? And that's how you you fed yourself and your family. I mean, like every month, hey, bro. bro I'll be, my homie Zaya was like, "It's my birthday, drink. What you gonna do?" He was from New York. Mm. He lived down here. He, he ride bikes. He's like he, my homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I want. <laughs> hey, bro, let's go. I got you. Nah, we got drinks. I spent like a hundred bucks there. They were like, "How are you gonna pay for this? I got credit." What you mean? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you Put down my okay. tab, <laughs> bro. You know what? Oh and, and that's what I did. And you know what? And to me, back in the day, like I was running that tab uh, to the last month. And the next first month coming, it's like my uh, the first of the month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like to me, like when that shit got ran dry, I started working for the playground. I went from the hub to the playground. Start having the playground, start market, move, network, do this shit, post three posts a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and wow. then your, your medium posts, all this other shit. The techniques that I was doing for our own store, people really grasped what I did and were like, I'm gonna do this. Mm. Let me, you hire me, you get with my assistant, Danielle, do, you, you do your thing, <laughs> Danielle, you put Danielle to the side, Danielle, learn everything he's doing, mm. blah, 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 pick his brain, blah, 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 you know, and, and a month later, hey, I'm sorry, Jose, we can't afford to keep you. We to let you go. But now you're keeping Danielle at her budget that she's getting paid as a waitress, low minimum wage at whatever it was. And now she's running waitress job, bartending, fucking helping you run the Instagram page, make posts, photography, hire people. I was doing that shit. People were like not understanding. I did that. Mm. That's a way to save money. Hire me. Right. But then they were just like, 
And then my friends be like, oh, how dare you quit? You put that on me. Nah, motherfucker, your business let me go because they didn't want to give me the $100 credit because I was putting that bitch up. <laughs> hey, I, I, how much do I got left? 48 How much is the tab? I got 50 bucks on it. What y'all got on this shit? I said I got it, but I don't got it no more. I don't got it no more. Fuck that shit. Y'all order Cristal. <laughs> That's what's up. You're a real G, man. I love having you on here. This is you're so dope, bro. I'm real as fuck. I I, I don't need I don't need fake shit, bro. Like for me, I'm 100. Like I I I seen some of the craziest shit and some of the like and in, in war, like when I was in Afghanistan, like mm-hmm. ain't nothing that no match you ever seen in their life. To me, when someone cuts me off, like, hey, dog, you need to cut me off. You got to do what you got to do, bro. Like, some people be like, fuck that motherfucker. I'm going to put my gun out of him. Why? <laughs> Y'all gonna both meet up at that red light at the same time, still talking shit to each other, trying to get to the next fucking red light. Really, what's going what's gonna to happen? Like, it don't make no fucking sense. Like, Facts. Nah, I get water you. Off my back. Water off my back, bro. Like, I get you 100%. You know what's funny? I'm thinking about my middle school stuff is happening right now because I'm talking to one of the designers of TUC Rep. You know what I'm saying? And people used to be spoiling that stuff like seventh, eighth grade. And my religious as fuck, bro. Like people yeah. was like, people was on that shit. It was so crazy when we first started doing that shit. Look at, I got it right here. Look at. I was the first motherfucker ever get tattooed before my brother, wow. before Mister Rep Chuck. That's dope. It was literally just the TUC logo before the anchor. On oh, my fucking. Right here, like the anchor, the bottom of the TUC. Right. It was like it was a regular TUC logo, it was just an outline for like years. I didn't know what the fuck to do with it, you know. And then my boy Parker started tattooing, and me and him got close. And he was like, hey, I'm gonna hook up a tattoo. All right, cool. He did some shit with it, you know. As it is. But like, I was the first one we ever got tattooed before my brother even got tattooed on his hands, you know. like. I was a believer of this shit, bro. Like, I've always been 100. Like, if you heard that fucking podcast, I called my, my brother in Afghanistan. I was like, yo, bro, it's my mom's birthday. I'm going to tell you right now. Like, bro, we can make money off of shirts. Mm-hmm. If we buying six shirts each at $25, a famous Stars and Straps shirts, people can buy our shirts, bro. It's one same fucking logo. Like, your TL right here in the background? Yeah. Just different colorways. I was buying them bitches, bro. Like, come <laughs> On you tell me, and we didn't put our city on when we first started, it wasn't gonna fucking pop up. And when we did that, it was like not even TUC. Like I told you, everything that's successful happens by accident. Definitely. And this is not something y'all plan out to do and come out and like be successful and be like, yo, we're gonna have a show and get one in Tucson and get you on the podcast. The best successful things happen by accident. TUC happened by accident. Mm. My brother had power to skateboard, power to the people skateboards. Mm. I had Red Star, we the people. Power clothing blind, and it was more of a very anti like power like anything gets fuck the man type of shit. You know, I was in the military, get the fuck out. I'm like, I'm doing my own shit. Like, right. fuck this shit. I'm gonna make my own money. Very militaryish, still kind of paying patriotism to what I did. You know, we Red Star, we the people. Um, whatever you know. And then my brother and I just made this. Dumb shirt to rip a run DMC shirt that said rip TUC. Rip the underestimated city. Red bars, rip TUC. All right. All right. I Jewel, where you see the the donut spot that just goes down on fourth Ave. Yeah. Tattooing out of right. there. He go across the street. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, right away, like, what the fuck? Yo, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey. Right across the street. Where'd you get that shirt from? <laughs> We made it. What you mean? Rep Tuck, where'd you get that shit from? <laughs> Rep TUC. Rep the Underswing C. It's 
what the fuck we were doing. Right. Like a week later, we came up with the, the TUC logo, which is a, a San Francisco logo that we ripped to make TUC. And then after that, we got a new era contract because we went loophole system. Right, right. To get baseball cap for like a pop orange, like a pop orange, like a little league team. Wow. So when we started turning around selling new era hats at $25, because we couldn't sell them at market value at $35, $40 bucks that they were at the time, we couldn't even sell new era hats with TUC logos on them for $20, $25 at them at the beginning, bro. Mm. We're meeting people in the parking lot and being like, yo, yo, I got this hat. They're like, this looks fake, bro. This doesn't look like a new era hat. It is, we were literally doing work directly with new era. Telling them we were baseball coaches for this little league team. Trying to, right. yo, we got money for hats. That's why we got so many hats. Our right. baseball team buying these hats. The parents are buying these hats. We need new hats every month. Why does the little league team need new hats? You know, like, you ain't in Oregon, bro. <laughs> in Oregon, he said. That's so dope. Sure enough, they hit us up with this whole. All right, we know you're not a, a little league team. You gotta pay a ten thousand dollar contract you get to do continue to do work with us oh wow so you pay ten thousand dollars and then on top of that still got to pay money to get hats right we pay 15 grand to get our, 15 grand to get our first one of hats in the sense wow. just to get on and just so people can like really understand what we're doing was legit as fuck since day one like if you ever went to TC for the beginning, like our floors were polished, we grinded them bitches down. There was like eight layers of paint. We painted everything ourselves. Like there, everything was from the ground up. Like that's so it's, it's free knowledge right here. Like my man said right here, it's yeah. free knowledge, bro. Like, somebody, me, somebody better get a pen and paper out or something. Get your iPhone. I, I mean, I got homies when I came back from war. I was printing in my house, in my room, shorts, shirts. Everything wow. just to get my fucking name out and what we were doing. And Benny Gold, you know, Benny Gold is like he's this big ass graphic designer who's right. shit. And and me and my brother look up to this dude because he was doing his own shit, you know, and, and he was popping. And he, he it's like me saying Chet West, you know, like at the yeah. time, my brother was like, How are you gonna make Chet West? How's Chet West gonna be big? Like at the time, like, I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna do something, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it, you right. know, and I'm, I'm. Facetious, whatever I'm speaking on my ass and shit, you know, like being very like outlandish, thinking that you know I'm really gonna like do something what what I'm doing and not knowing what what I'm doing is really gonna get me where I'm at now. Like I didn't think nose to the grind every fucking day. Mm. People say, "Oh man, you fucking killing it." I don't know, I'm killing it. It's the same shit every day. Like you go to work, damn, you get a eight hundred dollar paycheck, bro. You killing it? No, you go to nine to five, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. that's how I look at it. Like we reach accomplishments. We we reach goals. Which before we reached it, we're on to the next one. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's kind of like alcoholic. I halfway through this beer, I'm, I'm on my next one already. Dog, this shit. <laughs> yeah, you motherfucker. You know? <laughs> halfway through the motherfucker before the next person even ordering. That's how I feel, bro. Like, my mind so far ahead. Like, people think, oh, just I'm not doing shit at that restaurant no more, bro. Me and my boys are working on some shit right now. Like, I'm trying to get food truck, bro. Like, hey. and talking to the mall, like, and everything that we're doing, the people that I'm working with, it's not going to be Mexican. I'm trying to do some shit that's, like, Mexican-Korean, some kind of, like, fusion. Like, I remember downtown having this Mexican-Korean food, Mexican food truck that had, like, fried rice, 
with like a chicken fried rice, noodles. You remember that shit back in the day? Right, right, yeah. night, right next to fucking um, um, the Rialto. I would go there every fucking night. Mm-hmm. Rice and chicken burrito with teriyaki. Okay. Done, like, bro, and what it was chicken asada. It wasn't. Oh wow! And then and I teriyaki to that shit like so easy, man. You know that look at that. I was I was young in the kitchen. Look at this menu, eating this shit like, bro, like. <laughs> They're like, what? Red chili dumplings. Wow. Red dumplings as one of their courses. They had like uh, a mole burrito with melon sauce with a spicy mm. sauce. So when you go to Mexican, traditional Mexican restaurants, you get mole with chicken. Right, right. And then you get like a piece of melon. But they had like this like pureed melon, spicy. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was tanky. <laughs> It was, bro, it blew my mind. To me, I thought, like, to me, I even to now, I still think Mexican, Asian infusion. I've even eaten some Asian fusion food that I think it still tastes like Mexican food. That mm-hmm. it's so there, it's so easy to transfer and put together because Mexicans eat a lot of rice. Right. Asians eat a lot of rice. Right. Hey, I'm gonna tell you a joke. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he said, oh, God. All right. What's a thousand or something? Or what? What can you eat? Oh, how do you say it? I, I don't want to fuck it up because I already said it already, but um, rice is good to eat when you want a thousand or something. Uh, true, true. That's a Mitch Hedberg. I fucked it up. I was like, what is it? Y'all get it. Yeah. He, he would say dad jokes. He'd be like, I order a rum and coke all the time. Usually I get a lime in it. Lime is very floaty flotatious. If I if I if I am ever in a boat and it capsizes, I will reach for a lime. <laughs> if I remember water skiing, Thomas says, hey, "What's your life preserver?" Oh, I have a lime. Oh my god! That's a joke. Like literally, dad jokes. Like Miss Hedberg, look him up. Like he's the best, bro. Like hey, no, I love that one. That was good. He even says like that the meeting to make the double tree name was very short. It was probably like. Hey, we got this new hotel we're going to make. I was thinking something tree. Uh, how about single tree? How about double tree? I like that. Let's let's end that shit. And some other guy was like, his heart was very set on triple tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's that guy at? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. I'm, I'm a sucker for dad jokes, man. Those, those are my... You got, you got to look him up, bro. He's the best. Yeah, you know I Mitch Hedberg is, Danielle? Huh? You know who Mitch Hedberg is? Uh-uh. Oh, you gotta look him up. He's the best. I, I wish I could pull him up and show y'all. Like, he's all, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna skip the interview and watch the, watch the whole comedian, the whole skit going on. <laughs> oh, he's the best. He passed away a long time ago. I found out Ooh. about him when I was in Afghanistan. He passed away like of an OD. Oh wow. He's like, he's like long hair, like hippie glasses. Okay. He's like, I used to do drugs. I used to, used to too. <laughs> used to do. Used to do drugs again. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm probably gonna stitch on myself, but the Fed, the FedEx driver is the best drug ever, and he didn't even know he is. And he's always on time. Oh <laughs> he keeps a notification when he's coming. <laughs> That's a good one. Yo, Chad, what, what are you listening to right now? Who's your favorite artist, and what's your favorite song right now? It's always gonna be Nipsey Hussle, bro. Nipsey, R.I.P. Oh, oh, day G. Like I'm saying, like there's a lot of songs that I like of his, but I. One favorite song all the time, my boy Cedric will say, is Hoochie Mama, bro. Like, 
Cause even Cash will tell you, I'm probably the only person that knows all the lyrics to that word, and he's surprised to it because I was like, "It's Cash, I know the song." He's like, <laughs> like, "Whatever." And then the song pops down, I'm like, "Word for word from." He's like, "Oh, word." He's like, "I see you." Oh, I love the big brown eyes and the way you shake them thighs. Oh, you look so cute, right around them things, dude. Did a nigga just ride knock them boots? Oh, you, you know, hey, hey, shit, hey, I love that shit, bro. You know what? Let me get my bag right now. You know, Pharrell Williams made one of them verses. Did he? At the age of thirteen years old. Thirteen. Zoom, 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 in a boom, boom. Pharrell Williams beat. That's fine. Thirteen years old. Thirteen years old. Man, what was I doing at 13 years old? I don't even know. I was just trying to get by. <laughs> yeah, get by, bro. Exactly, get by. Me too, me too. I get by. Why these girls don't like me? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, could not be me, man. You see this right now? There we go. You know what I'm saying? I guess like Torta. Huh? I guess like Torta. Mm. She's so cute. She's right here sleeping underneath me. He's like, uh, I'm her... She goes everywhere with me. Look, hey, hey. she's asleep. Look. Oh, <laughs> hey, so cute. What's going on there? I'm asleep. She has like blue eyes and shit. That's dope. How old is she? Uh, six weeks. Six weeks. Wow. I love boxes. So playful and cool. Nice. I love kids. That's so dope. You, know, you don't got dogs? Mine passed I away do. about when I was like. 18, 15, 14, RIP, RIP. Hey, I'm a big dog guy. Like, we train dogs in the military. We train dogs like out of, out, out of the military. It's all like, to me, like. Daddy, dude. Liz. Yeah, I heard that shit. Daddy. We had a cash on here the other day. A little cash on us about his dinosaurs. Oh. Oh, dude, yeah, bro. I'm like, Stegosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex, fucking Triceratops. The one with the three horns. I got that shit. She's a pink ranger. I know Kimberly, dog. Kimberly all day. That's funny. So, how long have you been doing this podcast for now? Like, how, how many months? This is month two. Really? And this is episode, oh, I think episode 15, I want to say. Damn. So it's yeah. YouTube running the podcast and then Mankind's like doing the production behind it. Yeah. This is, yeah. Mankind, yeah. He He's like the, he just does everything. And then Z and I just come the on. The brain child behind it. Everyone's a tool, you know what I'm saying? He's a working guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. my head, and we're all gonna be plugged in. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It's jeopardy. It's gonna be funny, bro. Like, it's gonna be the best. Like, so you're working, you're working on that right now? I'm trying to work like on questions that are Tucson related. Um, I want to yeah. do like a Tucson episode. I want to go film people with the two, uh, the like uh, the mall. Not the mall, but yeah, the mall's one of them. But like, I, I gotta ask for permission slips. Like all this other oh, shit, like very big shit, like. I give a mankind before I do all this shit. Mm. Like go and ask the same people the same questions and find out what they are, and then like right. have to take a test then to put the questions. It's just a big ass fucking production, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it. And even if it just becomes like David Letterman show where I just get people come on and we ask them like you're doing right now, like it's something that like 
unifies Tucson in a way to people understand who Tucson is, what people mm-hmm. are doing. Um, I, I'm no way big, shape or form, a celebrity or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I just want to like empower people or give them the tool to like get to that next step. Like I told man, kind of like, and you, I like, to me, it's I get my jollies and my my fancies. You want to call right. it. From, like seeing people succeed from what I could help people like just get from what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I can network and connect y'all with someone else and see y'all yeah. flourish to me, Adrian Valdez, again, let's do it. Like I told him and and he holds a uh, whole block warriors podcast that I'm trying to hop out with them and be part of their shit, mm-hmm. bring people on with them. Like I said, they have the voices. Like I told them like he's gonna go put in my my quote and be like, I feel like I'm in the part of the Breakfast Club at production <laughs> 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 and everything too. That was like so on a pro level. I can say like, there's a guy in the background like, <laughs> we got two minutes. We got three minutes now. He be right. like, a minute, and then next you know like ten seconds, man. And so we know right away. Oh, so we got. You know, cue this fucking conversation now because yep. we're coming to the end of it. And then exactly. and then we'll go to the mm-hmm. half hour break, talk about what was going on for the next break. Continue your conversation that's going on, punch in, and make it look like it's just an ongoing conversation. Yep. And to me, like I said, I've never been part of any kind of other than the military and all these other aspects of very professional. Other than me bringing something to the table, I've never had something very organized as they were, you know, so. Yeah. I like that. I put my name on that shit. And to me, like I said, I put my name on y'all, what y'all doing. And I'm, to me, it's like, I don't, I'm, I don't involve myself with something that's not going to like, how do you say it? It's, it's that caliber of what mm. that status, I guess you could say, you know, like, I don't fuck with Fuck lames, homie. Fuck lames. So, you know, before we let you go, I mean, this has been a blast. I feel like everybody in the conversation was having fun. Everybody loved having you here. What are some advice that you can give to young people that are trying to be go on this entrepreneurship route or be a social marketer or to be a social media marketer or do something like Chair West is doing? What, what are some advice you can give? I mean, you dropped a lot of gems. You can't do it. I'm just talking out. You can't do what I'm doing. Another <laughs> fucking lane. Get something hey, out. Go. go do something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't do what I'm doing. I'm doing now. No, but for real, like to me, I'll talk kids like this day. Like, um, I was on a, I was on a radio show one time. It made me very, very emotional at the time because I really thought about it. And I'm like, it's like, what would, what would Chapin tell sixteen year old Chapin now to get mm. his past to where he's at now? I was like, sat back. I made me emotional. Even right now, I'm like, <laughs> like I was wild then. Like, right. you think I'm crazy now? Like. What I was doing there, there was no, no one tell me what to do, you know. And, and for me to try to go tell younger me to behave, <laughs> it's not gonna happen, bro. Nah. Who the fuck are you, bro? Like, uh, and to me, like, when I really think about that, I, I really think of like my perseverance, you know, my dedication, my hard work, and just like. Not giving a fuck what anybody says because at the end of the day, like it's really what you want and what you're trying to pursue. So if anyone was out there like really trying to like focus on what they're trying to do, make sure you love it, first of all, because at the end of the day, this is something like I was talking to my friends today, like what we do is so hard work. 
that like we work hard, that we play hard, that mm-hmm. when people are hanging out with us today, we're drinking Henny, you know, we're drinking some Ciroc and all this other shit. People they understand, like, you know what? We don't do this every day. We had pre-orders, we all this shit, we sold food, and, and what we did, we had to do, and to be on the back, you know, past shit, you know, when no one's seeing this shit, like, was it? Yeah, see nothing. Right? <laughs> nothing. But like, to me, to me, it's it's really just continue to pursue what you love, mm-hmm. and not caring what people say. Because at the end of the day, I've had family members tell me that I wasn't going to be successful with what I did, mm-hmm. and then think I was going to be where I'm at today. And and I can't hate them for that because that's their own mindset. Because they not they don't think like I think. And people that think the way I think are very indifferent to their families. And and people they live with because you don't necessarily want to be like Joe Schmo or Sarah Schmo. I want to be myself. I don't want to be my dad. I don't want to grow up. That's why they name my son after me. I'm Jose Sabala the third, bro. I could be the fourth. My dad called me Junior. I'm actually really the fourth fucking Jose Sabala. Wow. Why the fuck I want my son after me to try to live up to something I'm not gonna be? Mm-hmm. I can't tell my son to be me or name him after me and make him feel like he has to live up to what I have on my standards because yeah. I want him to be his own person. That's why he's Prometheus Parker because even his own name is greatness. Mm-hmm. It's Prometheus. And to me, he can take it as whatever he wants to be because he's not Jose Savala and he's gonna grow up understanding he's not me. And people are gonna probably gonna clown on his name, even like my family told me. About his name, and they call it by his middle name, and it's okay. I'm not gonna complain about that because you know what? I was really cute and joked on when I was little. Mm-hmm. Oh, say can you see all this shit? You know, I have a yeah. list, bro. I have, I have Mexican accidents, fucking thick and thin. You know, bro. <laughs> you can hear this shit, bro. And and I have a list like a motherfucker, and I'm not gonna give a fuck what anybody says. So, right. what I tell people at the end of the day: be you, persevere. You know what? At the end of the day, it's always, you're always going to have a hard day. The sun's going to come up. And I would tell people, be persistent. And these were my big things I would tell people. Three C's in life. Be consistent. Be confident. And never get complacent. In oh. those three things, mm-hmm. everything helps one another out. If you're That's confident, it. you never get complacent. Mm-hmm. Right? And, 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 and if, you, if you're confident in your tasks and skills... You never have to be confident in what you do. But if you're confident you do and you and you just be consistent, everything just pays through. And you it's just kinda of like a cycle. Like a, and it's just kind of why I think I leave the three C's in life. Consistency, you know, and being um just consistent. Uh, I forgot what the other two were, I just forgot them. Confident. confident. Confident and then just Consistent. I would say that consistent again, but that's not for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I know I don't. I don't. I don't get. Uh, if I stay consistent, I will stay. I will never get complacent. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. I always forget complacent because I'm never going to get complacent. Yeah. I'm never going to complacent. I'll be confident in what I do. And I'll stay consistent, and those two will always take care of each other because I never have to go back to the other one. And that's why I was forget it because I don't always have to really think about that shit because I stay confident, consistent. Those two always stay together because once I start neglecting one of those two, then I take then you, people start to get complacent and start thinking, you know, oh, well, I'm on the top, I'm good, I'm mm-hmm. number one, and no one gonna take me. Right. 
that's when you get fucked over, bro. And, and to me, like, I'm never number one. Even though I feel like people might tell me what you're doing is the best and what you're doing, keep pushing. So you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep talking to Edgar's all day. I'm going to be me. Principals tell me, you know what? You cuss too much, but I love what you, you say because you're real as fuck. And, mm-hmm. and to me, at the end of the day, like, your mom going to cuss at you. Your dad's going <laughs> to cuss at you. Right. It's just how you take it and you perceive that shit. So those oh, are three things. Consistent, confident, complacency. Those are three main things you got to worry about. Right. Nice. things. Everybody, Chepe West, that was Chepe stepping into the takeover lounge with us, man. Where can they follow you? Um, Tortillas by Chepe West on Instagram. Just start to, if you just start typing at Tortillas by, it should pop up. Um, this guy in a black shirt and the video apron are just okay. <laughs> the algorithm pops up. Yeah, bro, I hacked that shit, bro. <laughs> bro. Like before this shit, bro, I was getting like, fuck, man, like two thousand people on my store. I'm barely getting eight hundred right now. On my store review my shit. Like this whole other uh, algorithm fuck my shit up. Like I, I thought I had it figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Well, I'm coming. Oh, it's my shit. I'm like. <laughs> Oof. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had this shit figured out, and it's like now I gotta start all over again with home marketing shit. And to me, it's like, eh. like I said, three C's every day: confidence, mm-hmm. consistency, complacency. You just worry about those, gang, gang, all day. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, thank y'all, everybody that watched. I mean, I think we had a record high. I think you broke our record live stream. Yeah. With, uh, What's the thing, bro? And people say that shit because it's, it's real. But, hey. Hey. Shit happens. Hey, by accident. You know what I'm saying? By accident. By accident, bro. I, like I told you, I wasn't trying to make food, bro. I'm not trying to be out here, you know, fucking people to look up to. I'm, I wouldn't look up to me. Shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I was kidding. I will. I will. Cause I'm a badass motherfucker, though. Facts, all facts, brother. Yo, we appreciate you having hey. you on. <laughs> Yo, y'all have a good rest of your Friday. Hey, man, Khan, you the best, bro. Thank you, man, Khan. Thank you, everybody, for watching. See you next Friday. Yeah, we out. Later.